Welcome to the Football Betting Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tom Walker. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in, as ever. Uh, this week, it is an FA Cup special. What's this? Fourth round of the FA Cup? Yeah, yeah, fourth round. Yeah, so we've got FA Cup fourth round action covering Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Uh, there's a reduced fixture list then in the Championship League 1 and League 2. So we'll concentrate on the FA Cup first. After all that, we'll have a look at last week's bombproof trebles. I didn't think they could get worse than the week before, but somehow mine has. But uh, we'll come on to that in a bit more detail later on and also have a little look through the fantasy football again. Uh, but first off, Friday night, big game, FA Cup, Arsenal, Manchester United. Which way is it going to go? United, surely. Sure, like yeah. I, I don't know how you can go any other way. I know Arsenal beat Chelsea. And that that's great, but how how can you? United won seven in a row, including away at Tottenham. Like I don't know how you can ignore them. To be honest, no, I'm with you. You can't bet against Manchester United on the run of form no. that they're on. No, you no cannot. Chance. Can't do it. I think both teams will get a goal in this one. Yeah, I agree. Both teams will score eight to fifteen. So yeah, I I can see that happening. Rashford. Has absolutely catapulted, and he mm. he has improved no end. And I'm not just yeah. talking goals, confidence, general kind of. Uh, he's playing like a Man United player for me. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's it's great to see what he's capable of, and doesn't do old uh, Jose much much good, does it? Seeing what Rashford can do compared to what he was doing, you know, getting. Getting criticised in the in the press and the media, then getting plopped on the wing, he has taken over Lukaku's position and never looked back. I completely agree. Um, Arsenal, on the other hand, finally after some three or four months since they last did it, they finally played Ramsey, Aubameyang, and Lacazette in the same starting lineup. I think it's for the first time since September. Uh, and look, it's paid massive dividends for them against Chelsea. The work rate is fantastic. Um, Lacazette and Aubameyang playing on wings with, with Ramsey more central, more like a kind of false nine. Uh, so interesting setup for Arsenal. It worked wonders against Chelsea. So I expect them to deploy the same formation again. Uh, I expect both teams to play pretty strong squads here, despite it being fourth round of the FA Cup. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd be amazed if... If they didn't go, probably ninety percent full strength. You might see a goalkeeper rested, or you know, you know Joe Willock, for example. He was man of the match when they played um, against Blackpool for Arsenal in the, in the third round. So he'd be unlucky to miss out. But yeah, I think both teams, neither team will want to get want to put out a youth team and get hammered against you know a top no. six rival. No, especially Manchester United. When we say the great run of form that they're on, I think Solskjaer will want to continue that momentum. They don't want to risk playing a, a reduced uh, strength side and then get beat and then kind of lose a bit of momentum. That's the last thing I imagine that they want. Yeah, um, and, and do you know what, Tom? The FA Cup, arguably United's most realistic trophy. And mo so, you know, all eggs in that basket, I think. Yeah. Well, makes sense. So both teams to score, what, 8 to 15? Yeah. Not the price of the weekend, so it should come in. But for me and you, if we had to pick a side, we're both looking at Manchester United priced at 7 to 4, so just a shade under 2 to 1. can't remember if I mentioned the price at the start there. I don't think we did, did we? I don't you? think we did. We just got straight <laughs> in. But anyway, we've done it now. Um, um, let's talk about the huge game on Friday night. Arsenal, Man United is obviously a mere sideshow compared to Bristol City, Bolton. <laughs> I just want to just want to quickly get out there that I think Bristol City will comfortably win for me, yeah. uh, one to two. Uh, they have won their last five games in a row. Bristol City um, haven't lost in eleven. They're on a great run of form. Um, yes, it's a different competition. There may be a slight rotation, but I think even if Bristol City rotate a few, 
and you know Bolton, they, they need to rest players as well. You know, they're they're at the bottom, so both teams have their own kind of motives for resting players. And ultimately, I think no matter what teams go out, you'll get a home win at one to two. Yeah, definitely. Bristol City did beat Bolton just a couple of weeks ago as well, uh, 2-1. That was also at Ashton Gate. So uh, recent form definitely suggests Bristol City will get a comfortable win here. Uh, Saturday, a lot to choose from. Anything stand out in particular? Well, the first thing I want to get out there is I want to give Accrington Stanley a little bit of kind of publicity on the podcast um they produced a great performance to be ipswich in the last round i actually tipped that as well kudos to me um <laughs> they've got a they've got a derby, they've got a derby side visiting um on the early kickoff saturday accrington stanley price at 16 to 5 draw 5 to 2 derby 17 to 20 i'm actually going to turn my knife and twist it back on Accrington Stanley. I think the difference between Ipswich and Derby is absolutely gigantic. Yeah. Derby, a 17 to 20, which I think is actually a decent price to say you've got a side chasing promotion to the Premier League um, against Accrington Stanley. And with Ashley Cole. With Ashley Cole, yeah. Um, Didier Drogba and Ian Robin incoming, probably. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, for me, I think Derby are actually priced relatively competitively. It's probably due to the fact that Stanley did knock Ipswich out, but the difference between Ipswich and Derby, as I mentioned, is absolutely huge for me. Yeah, it is. Uh, Derby should definitely get the win. Accrington have been better at home in general this season, but recently, after a strong start, they've tailed off quite a bit haven't they just one win yeah. in the last six games in all competitions that was the FA Cup win you mentioned against Ipswich so yeah struggling in the league especially and it doesn't bode well because they're not scoring a lot of goals either no it won't be easy for Derby uh, the whole of the nation's eyes will be on this game pretty much um, so yeah it won't be easy but ultimately 17-20 not a bad price no not at all Another team at a good price, uh, Doncaster playing Oldham at home. Doncaster priced at 7-10 to 10 for the victory here. Oldham in League 2, of course, Doncaster in League 1. I think considering Doncaster are pushing for playoffs, Oldham are currently managerless. Paul Scholes touted as the favourite to uh, take the Oldham job. Unconfirmed though at present, so I think he's still in talks. But this Saturday... Uh, they're going to go to the keep mode. I think Oldham are going to struggle. Doncaster do have very good home form this season. Uh, it's the sixth best in League One. They've only lost two games this season at home out of uh, 13. So very strong, really. I think they're going to have too much for Oldham. Yeah, agreed. Let's turn our attentions to a very short price, but something that I think will win. Uh, so Middlesbrough. Despite the fact that they did lose to Burton Albion in the Carabao Cup quarterfinals at home, um, I think... Tom, Tom, all the best teams lose to Burton Albion No, mate, that's, that's just Forrest. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> Middlesbrough, uh, home to Newport this time round. So Burton League 1, Newport League 2, surely it won't happen again. 1-3 to three, Middlesbrough. You've got to get that out there as well as Man City at home to Burnley. Uh, rested quite a few players again in the second leg against Burton, as you can imagine. Uh, still managed to win as well. They're 1-10 to 10 against Burnley, which is craziness. But I just kind of wanted to get those two out there, along with Swansea at home to Gillingham. So this one is a little less, um, kind of a little less obvious. So you've got Swansea, who are ninth. I feel like they have recovered slightly uh, after a bit of a wobbly start. Um, they are now only six points off the playoffs in the championship. And then you've got Gillingham, who are fighting for their lives a little bit. They're a point clear of Oxford, the final relegation spot in League One. Uh, Swansea in 9-20, to 20, and I was relatively, like, quite pleasantly surprised, actually, mm. with, with that price. 
Um, especially when you consider that Swansea um, in their last home game beat Sheffield United, um, obviously a team that are going for automatic promotion. Dispatching Gillingham at home shouldn't be too much of an issue. And I did expect a shorter price. I'm actually quite surprised at 9 to 20. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lovely price. Lovely price. This mm-hmm. is one of them games. I think if you're Gillingham, you don't need it. Their no. sole focus this season no. is it's got to be survival in League One. So this for them is a distraction away at a side they're not expected to beat, who are doing pretty well recently, uh, as you've read out of their recent form. So yeah, Swansea at nine to twenty. That's a, that's generous. Yeah, it is, and I don't know if. You know, the bookies know that Graham Potter is going to play an absolute kids team. I, I don't know why it is. I mean, let's be honest. It's, you know, it's not, it's not five to one, but considering the two teams where they are, recent form, the fact it's in Wales, nine to 20, I think it's a good price. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And um, there's a couple like that, actually, that I think are pretty decent prices. Um, I'm looking at Wolves away at Shrewsbury as well. Wolves are one to two for the victory. Uh, Shrewsbury way out at six to one. Yeah, Premier League doing well in the, doing well in the Premier League. Plays a team mid table in League One. You know, one to two for Wolves, who, as we've seen recently, can be very very strong. Had that real morale boost in late winner in that four three game against Leicester at the weekend. So coming into this on a high. They'll obviously rotate some players, but I think they're going to have way too much for Shrewsbury. And I think one to two, again, is a nice price. Yeah, Wolves on their day. We've seen, we've seen they can mix it with the best. Uh, Shrewsbury are not the Shrewsbury of uh, last season when they were obviously um, in the playoffs at the end of last season. They're, they're also, Ooh. same as Gillingham, one point above the relegation zone. Um, and yeah, Wolves... There's a lot of them in there this weekend. Uh, what like kind of one to twos? So Bristol City, yeah. Wolves, Swansea, uh, they all look strong favourites, but like yeah. price at a competitive price. I think. Yeah, that's- there's another one as well. West Ham away at AFC, AFC Wimbledon, rock bottom of League One, or AFC Wimbledon, and just one win in the last six games. So you'd you'd think West Ham. Again, with rotation, that's expected. But even if they rotate, they should have more than enough to beat a struggling Wimbledon side who are well off the pace in League One. Well off the pace. Really, really struggling, aren't they? Um, Yeah. I mean, West Ham beat a decent Birmingham side 2-0 in the last round. Admittedly, uh, you know, that was uh, at home. But... Yeah, you you would expect they go there, and you're right. Even with a, a couple of players um, being rested, you would imagine they have enough. And do you know what? Like this is kind of a a little problem I have with teams like West Ham. West Ham, apart from everyone will point to Leicester being a big example, but apart from a one in a million Leicester City season, West Ham need to go for FA Cups and Carabao Cups as a priority. I know what they're saying. If they get relegated, it isn't a full-on like meltdown disaster. I do understand that, but I feel like they don't go for it enough for me. Like Teams like West Ham, um, mid-table teams, Everton, Leicester themselves. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how you feel about it, Tom, but it... If I was their manager, I'd be like, right, the fans are realistically never going to win the league. Let's give them a day out and, you know, FA Cup, try win a trophy. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I don't understand why managers of mid-table clubs don't do it more. It really bugs me, even though it doesn't particularly affect me. It it bugs me because you're right, you're not going to win the Premier League. You know, not only does it give your fans a day out at Wembley, gets a bit of silverware, but it's a route into Europe, which can then bring in extra revenue, help you attract better players. So, yeah, I don't get it. No, I don't. Is there anything else that you have that you want to uh, potentially discuss 
we uh, have, a, have a few other fixtures uh, on the Saturday anyway. There's not anything that stands out for me. I'm also on upset watch. And again, on upset watch, <laughs> there's not an awful lot that leaps out either. I damn hope Portsmouth lose at home to QPR, though. I can tell you that for free. <laughs> Those two teams, both in the doghouse with the uh, football betting podcast. That's true. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and they go head to head. So yeah. fingers crossed. Do you know what I hope for? I hope for a replay because neither side will want that. I hope it's nil nil. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to do it all over again on a Tuesday in front of 2,000 fans. Um, yeah. But yeah, nothing more on the Saturday for you? Nah, n- nothing else for me. Two games on the Sunday then. Uh, Palace Spurs and Chelsea-Sheffield Wednesday. Obviously, Chelsea, everyone will look at them as you know potential, uh, potential victors. They are priced at one to five. So let's not focus on that too much. Let's talk Palace Tottenham. I smell an upset, personally. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I'll tell you why. Harry Kane, injured. Son Heung-min, in Asia. Deli Alley, injured. Lucas Moura, injured. I watched the Fulham uh, Tottenham game on Sunday. Watched the entire thing. Fernando Llorente should be playing Masters football. I have never seen somebody so off the pace in the Premier League for a top team in my life. I used to love mm. Llorente, and I, like, he's had a great career. But for me, those injuries, the fact it's FA Cup, the fact that we know Levy's not going to get anyone before the, before the weekend anyway, and Palace have struggled, definitely, and I'm not saying they're going to bowl them over. But from what I saw on Sunday, Tottenham dominated, but didn't really trouble Fulham too often. Palace could be a different animal. They showed against Liverpool they are capable. They're definitely better away from home, I think. Um, they struggle when the onus is on them at home, but... When you've got Zaha, Townsend has obviously shown that he's, he's capable this year. Um, they've got Milivojevic, who is an absolute Rolls-Royce of a midfielder. I'm a huge fan of his. Um, oh, God, what is that phrase? I'm sick of, sick of people Rolls-Royce. describing players as Rolls-Royces. Mate, he is. He is. He's uh, Van is a Rolls-Royce defender. Mate, Milivojevic <laughs> is a Rolls-Royce midfielder. Honestly, I'd be amazed if he doesn't get a deal somewhere better than Palace. He's he's got got everything. He's literally got everything. I'm a huge fan. Anyway, he is a Rolls-Royce, right? If your Rolls-Royce is being sold on Gumtree and is about 20 years old. Whatever. Anyway, I like the look of Palace. If you fancy a bit of an outsider... For the FA Cup this weekend, in my opinion, this is the biggest opportunity of an upset. And it's 15 to 8. And I'm very, very interested. Hmm. Yeah, I can see why. Um, I don't think we're going to get a classic either way. Uh, no. The last six games between the sides, all competitions, home and away, have finished 1-0. The last five being 1-0 to Spurs. Not typically entertaining games between these two, are they? I'd back Spurs personally, despite their wow. lack of players. Palace just seem to promise, but then not really deliver. No, I hear you, but... They've scored three against Liverpool, put up a great show, but, you know, it's, at the end of the day, you've lost. Yeah, they lost a closely contested game 1-0 to Chelsea. They... Lost a tight game two one to Watford. It's yeah, meh. I don't. I don't know. Not me. Not for Listen, me. a Tottenham team without Musa Dembélé who's gone, Deli Ali, Harry Kane, Song Hyung Min, and Lucas Moura is not is nowhere near as potent. I wish you watched the full game on Sunday and you'd be on my side. But anyway, <laughs> that Sunday, Monday, Barnet Brentford. Anything to add? Brentford. Most definitely Brentford. Seem to have really turned a corner now. Um, 8-15, they're another one that's in that kind of 1-2 to two club. 
who should definitely win at a decent price. Barnet must be the lowest ranked team left in the competition now. Yeah, uh, Barnet representing the National League. Yes, Brentford unbeaten in the last six, winning the last three in a row, scoring plenty of goals. I think they will have too much for Barnet. Feel sorry for Barnet. You get to the fourth round, you don't want Brentford in a in the nicest way possible. You, yeah, you don't want that tie because you're gonna you're probably gonna go out and it's not the big game the fans want, is it? So. Is this any any kind of derby? Is Barnet near Brentford? I don't know. My geography's crap, but considering it's, it's it's on a Monday night, it's on BT. Is this some kind of? I think clue? it's just because it's Brentford. To be honest, yeah, that's what I reckon it is. But. Yeah, who knows? Um, so yeah, that kind of wraps up the FA Cup, then, doesn't it? Yes, yes. Let's move on to the bread and butter. Right, what's left of it? Championship. There's six games in the Championship, all kicking off at three o'clock on Saturday. Aston Villa should win. They're at home yeah. to Ipswich. They're priced at one to two. Guess what? Another team priced at one to two that we <laughs> like the look of. <laughs> Seems to be a theme of the week. It does. But I fancy any team against Ipswich, any division, I think, to be honest, at the moment. Ipswich, um, Ipswich could be playing Barnet and I'd fancy Barnet. Honestly, they are such a joke. They they are seven points adrift in the league. I cannot see that they're finished. Surely they can't think so. Claw back seven points. No way. No, you think so? And the goal difference, the way it is at the moment, uh, is they've got the worst goal difference in the league. It's minus twenty six. You've got Rotherham in twenty first with minus nineteen. So you know seven worse there. If it keeps getting worse for Ipswich, you know, that goal difference is getting to the point where it almost counts as an extra point against them, if you if you know what I mean. Yeah, 100%. It's so yeah, it's crazy. But hey-ho, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, Villa for me, one to two. I, uh, I very much agree there. Uh, big game in terms of the top of the league. Uh, Norwich against Sheffield United. Norwich have kind of fallen off a little bit, haven't they? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, not not nothing crazy. But, you know, when you've won one in your last six games in all competitions, that's certainly something to be cautious of. Um, Sheffield United, they've won four of their last six, but they did lose on their last time out as well, away at Swansea, which, you know, they would have... I've wanted to get that victory. Two sides who I don't entirely trust, but what I do trust is that it will be both teams to score. That's four to six. Um, Sheffield United, always good for a goal, to be honest. And Norwich are always great for numerous goals. So, yeah, yeah for me, both teams to score that is the way to go for that one. Yeah, um, eight of Norwich's last nine championship games have been both teams to score as well. So, backs up your uh, your point nicely. Yeah, I think Norwich as well uh, got a good habit of in being involved in high scoring games as well. Mm. Uh, over two point yeah. five is another tip I'd throw out there. That's four to five. So I could see like a Norwich two one, two two something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know what? There's not an awful lot else that no. I look at and think I oh, really like that. No. A loose tip would be Stoke to beat Preston. Uh, Stoke got a good win last week against Leeds. First win under Nathan Jones, um, seventeen to twenty. You know, Stoke have won one in six. Preston have won one in six. Stoke won their last game. Preston won their last game. Who do I think has got a better squad? Probably has more momentum now that they've won the first game under the new manager, Stoke. So I would side with the home side here, but it's it's a looser, looser tip. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where you're coming from. Um, perhaps if there was more fixtures, it's not something we'd read out. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Um, banana skin time. For those of you that kind of just look at league positions and form, uh, you will see that Wigan, who haven't won any of their last 13 away games this season, are travelling to Nottingham Forest. 
uh, Forrest in 12th, Wigan in 20th. I am warning you now, do not go anywhere near Forrest. Please. I, <laughs> I, I, paid, I paid money to, like, fans of uh, football league clubs will know about iFollow, so you can pay to get a, an official stream of the games uh, from the club itself. I have paid for the last two games, uh, Reading away and Bristol City at home. We've lost both, uh, especially the, the Reading game. The Forest have been absolutely catastrophically appalling. And I can't tell you how much you need to stay away. Do not get sucked into the fact that Wigan are a joke away from home. Even that doesn't make me want to tip Forrest no nor Martin O'Neill having his second game in charge after he's no. finally got his feet under the table a little bit no it's still the same diabolical Forest side that have been poor for a while we've still got a defensive injury crisis we've still not really well we've not recruited any extra players since O'Neill's come in apart from Ben Luan, uh, who played the last game anyway so yeah for me Forrest definitely best avoided yeah, we're still playing Daryl Murphy as well. So if Fernando Llorente's got any uh, got any space on his Masters football team, he should recruit Murphy. My God, <laughs> if those two had a hundred meters hundred meter sprint race. It'd be decided in the year two thousand and forty nine. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. <laughs> Thing is, Martin O'Neill obviously managed. Daryl Murphy in the Ireland squad, didn't he? So maybe he's a he's a favourite of O'Neill. So no. we might be seeing more of him. He's going to get more and more and more game time. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Oh, and he's got another year on his deal as well. <laughs> I was going to say he's got that same super agent that uh, Kevin Prince Burteng's got, hasn't he? My God, honestly, that man needs. If you are a professional footballer, and for whatever reason you're going against the FA and you're listening to this show, hire Kevin Prince Boateng's agent. How has that happened? How? God knows. No Barcelona idea. have released a statement saying that Kevin KPB has been a centre mid or a 10. He has been signed as the backup number nine to Suarez. Honestly... Uh, if you yeah, if you're a professional footballer and you're breaking every rule by listening to this show, get on the phone. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> League One, Tom, oh, take it away. Uh, I'm the reason I'm giving it to you is because I'm finding it tough. <laughs> well, there's one that absolutely stares out for me: Barnsley at home to Rochdale. What's yeah. the price? Nine to twenty. It's essentially one to two. Another one for the club. Um, Barnsley have got fantastic home form this season in League One. They've got the third best home record in the league. Uh, played thirteen, won eight, drawn five, lost none. Only conceded eight goals at home, which is the lowest in the division. So formidable at Oakwell. Um, Rochdale, on the other hand, are in a very, very poor run of form. Winless in their last six. Uh, they've lost five out of that and only got a point in their most recent game against Fleetwood. So no sort of form whatsoever. Don't travel particularly well anyway. So for me, Barnsley should definitely get the win here. Yeah, always a good bet this season, I feel like. Barnsley at home. Um, yeah. Relatively reliable side. And uh, yeah, as Tom mentioned, Rochdale, uh, yeah, they're they're really struggling. Let's put it there, put it like that. Joe, you know what I d I really do apologise to the profit chasers. For me personally, I don't have a single other bet in League One to give anyone. I don't know if mm. you've got some magic research or anything that you fancy. I thought about Luton. I don't trust them. It's it's slim pickings for me. Yeah, well, there's a reduced fixture list anyway, isn't there? There's what? Yeah, how of many course. games we've got? Yeah, yeah. Seven, eight games, seven games. Yeah, yeah, we're struggling here. So I do have one more thing which I fancy. Oh, it's in the Wickham Plymouth game 
and it's Plymouth on the double chance. So Plymouth to draw or win, and it's priced at eight to eleven. But Plymouth have gone on one of those streaks that they tend to go on, where they just win. They've won four games in a row now, which has list- lifted them all the way up to seventeenth in the league. So. They're now, what, three points away from relegation, which is a damn sight better than they were doing about six weeks ago. So they're on a great run of form. They go to Wickham, who have won their last two games, but prior to that, lost four on the spin. So only recently discovered a little bit of form. For me, Plymouth, with the momentum they've got, four wins on the bounce, I think they can get something from this game. I don't know if they're going to go and win it, but... I definitely think they've got enough to draw it. So 8-11 to 11 for the double chance. Listen, I can see why you've, why you've tipped that. Uh, yeah, you're right. Plymouth are <laughs> kind of a little bit streaky, aren't they? They, uh, they tend, to, tend to be like that. I just, yeah, not, not overly convinced by them. But, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, reduce fixture <laughs> list. So, we, uh, yeah, we'll do what we can. Let's look at League 2. A few more games to pick from here. Yes, a few more to pick from for sure. I'm going to get us started off with Mansfield Town. So Mansfield, they do definitely have a tricky fixture. Uh, They've got Tranmere at home. I don't feel like we've given Tranmere enough credit on the podcast um, this season. They're in 10th. They're newly promoted. They haven't been in the Football League for, I think it's about five or six years, actually. Um, They're in 10th, and they are honing in on a playoff spot. Uh, They are only four points adrift with a game in hand. However, Mansfield, I feel like, have really turned a corner recently. Um, Probably down to the fact that they managed to recruit some very good loanees from Forest. So Tyler Walker... He's their top scorer with 14 goals. Uh, they managed to extend his stay to the end of the season. That was absolutely imperative. They kept hold of CJ Hamilton, who was linked with some championship sides. Uh, George Grant is an interesting one. Um, was on loan at Notts County two seasons ago. Was absolutely sublime at that level. This year, Forrest loaned him to Luton, chasing promotion from League One. And then... The loan deal fell through or was cancelled, and now he's back in League Two at Mansfield. So, very bizarre. Uh, but those kind of talents, um, especially at Field Mill, should see Mansfield win this game. They're 7 to 10. I'd like to see a little bit more, but I do understand where the bookies are coming from. Uh, for me, I think the Stags will get the victory there. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Mansfield aren't too bad of a price. And the Forest players really going to aid their promotion push. It's looking pretty nailed on, isn't it? If they can just maintain the consistency that they've shown throughout the first half of the season, they should definitely get one of those three automatic promotion spots. Um, they're good at they're good at home, aren't they? They've they've won eight yeah, of fourteen. They, they've only lost two. Um, so yeah. yeah, you you should see and you know Tranmere as well a lot better at home than they are away. So you should see yeah. a home win. I think. Um, a team that we very, very rarely tip on the podcast. I think you were saying last week, the only time you mention this team is when you think they're going to lose. I actually think they're going to win this week, and that's Crew. They're at home to Colchester. They're priced at 7-5. to five. Um, Crew are, what, 14th in the league at the moment, Colchester in 7th. However, that doesn't tell the whole story. For me, Crew are going to beat them this weekend. And I'm looking at Crew's recent six results, especially at home. So they won four out of the last six games, lost one. That was to Berry away. No shame there, really. Berry free scoring on a very, very good run of form. However, I look at the teams they beat. Lincoln, who are top of the league. Stevenage, chasing the playoffs. Newport, chasing the playoffs. And MK Dons, second in the league, chasing automatics. So... They've beaten four very, very strong teams, all teams above them in the league. And I think, again, another team above them in the league, in poor form, in Colchester, I think Crew can get a victory. Yeah. Yeah. You're not sold, are you? 
No, do you know what? I'm just annoyed at crew. As we're going to get on to the bomb-proof treble section, I, I, I'm just mad at them. I'm just mad at I'm just angry with them. But yeah, like Colchester are unconvincing. And I just don't want to talk about crew right now. <laughs> they've, cut, they've really upset me. Uh, do I think they'll win out of the two? Yes, I absolutely do. I think Colchester are there for the taking. But oh God, I just can't forgive them. And we'll get on to that shortly. Okay, so I'm going to move on to a huge game in League Two. Biggest game of the season so far, arguably. Um, Lincoln are traveling away to Bury. Huge, huge game. Bury second in the league. They have absolutely flew into second. Um, I remember looking back not long ago, they were ambling around the playoffs. They've won six in a row. Um, so, obviously, it always helps when you can do that. Um, they're now in second. They're honing in on Lincoln, just six points behind, although the Imps do have a game in hand. I think this will be a very exciting game, but ultimately, I think both teams to score is the smart bet. Um, I'm just going to read you a few of Berry's results recently, especially. Um, 5-2, home win to, against Oxford. 4-3, home to MK Dons. 4-2 win away at Accrington. 3-1 at home to Crew. 2-1 away at Mansfield. 2-1 win at Tranmere. There's plenty of goals. And like I said, they won their last six. There's always goals. And with Lincoln, they're not top of the league for no reason. In terms of goal scoring, they've actually scored 50 goals this season. Um, which is the second highest in the league behind Bury. So two teams that definitely know where the back of the net is. Anything else from yourself? No, that's it. Let's uh, have a look if we have to at last week's bombproof trebles. Yes. So <laughs> we'll get yours out of the way. Ultimately, we didn't have a winner this weekend. One was a lot closer than the other. So uh, if you want to take it away we'll get this kind of over and done with okay so for mine if you told me that in two of the games there would be one team in each game that scores four goals i would have been full of confidence and thought we were romping home to a victory uh never in my wildest dreams or wildest nightmares should this be did i think that two of my teams would actually concede four goals especially when they're both at home so i had qpr at home to Preston, and QPR lost 4-1. It was a bit closer in the Oxford-Portsmouth game. He did go for the away side Portsmouth, and unfortunately they lost 2-1. And finally I went for Bradford at home to South End, and Bradford lost 4-0. Yeah, so that's that one. <laughs> Moving on. That, that comfortably wins the award. The worst bomb-proof treble ever. Yeah. How long have we been going now? Is this our... About two years. Yeah, about two years. Easy, the worst. Easily. Terrible. Um, Absolutely terrible. Well, do you know what, mate? The only way is up. Um, Let's have a look at mine. Mine was a little bit closer, but ultimately so frustrating. I had Derby to beat Reading at home, and they won 2-1. Uh, he also had Blackburn to beat Ipswich, and they won 2-0. And it was MK Dons. Tom warned me about the inconsistency of MK Dons. I backed them, and they lost 1-0 at home to Crew Alexandra. Oh, my God, it's so frustrating. Yeah, it's very frustrating, but I can't say I'm surprised. I hate MK Dons. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, I'll be thinking twice before I go... go uh, for them again, but I just, I just saw Crew and like honestly, I had zero confidence in Crew. It was more mm. based on the fact that I I didn't rate them at all compared yeah. to uh, MK Dons. But it is what it is. Uh, let's review the joint bombproof treble as well. Yeah, so we had two from mine. Unfortunately, um, it was QPR and Portsmouth who respectively lost 4-1 and 2-1. And we did have Blackburn. They won 2-0. Uh, but ultimately, it was a disappointing 
weekend. Um, moving on into this week's bombproof trouble. So, if you're new to the show and you're wondering what on earth is a bombproof trouble, well, this is the part of the show where me and Tom put together all of the research that we've done for you, um, our general knowledge and gut feeling into a treble each and one that we combine. Fingers crossed we can uh, win you some profit at the end of Sunday or Saturday or whenever the games end. Um, I don't know if you want to go first this week, and I feel like you need the full fixture list to choose from, and then I'll pick up <laughs> what's yeah, left. Thanks for that vote of confidence in well, my... Uh, let, well, let's be <laughs> honest, mate. You just gave yourself an award for worst ever BPT. So uh, let's clean slate. Let's go. Who, who are you having? Right. So after much deliberation, I'm scrapping a bomb-proof treble for this weekend. And I'm going to bring in a BPF, a bomb-proof fourfold. Uh, you're probably thinking that I've gone absolutely nuts considering how bad last week's one was and the weeks before that. However, a lot of the teams we like the look of this week are priced at one to two. So putting a treble, it's literally terrible returns. You know, if you put a tenner on, you're looking at 30 quid back. Um, so we're going to go for a fourfold. Podcast first, bomb-proof fourfold. It's going to be Aston Villa at home to Ipswich. Priced at one to two, Barnsley at home to Rochdale, priced at nine to twenty. Then in the FA Cup, Swansea at home to Gillingham, priced at nine to twenty again. And finally, Wolves away at Shrewsbury, priced at one to two. So the special bombproof fourfold returns forty-eight pounds. Oh, God. Okay, guys. Bombproof treble first. It's now a fourfold. So, okay. <laughs> uh, a little bit stuck for words, to be honest. I'm sure it will come in again with every bombproof treble or bombproof fourfold that we come up with. Um, <laughs> it's always based on teams that we fancy, right? So, yeah. Uh, don't see why not, to be honest. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. So I'm going to, um, as Tom has kind of, you know, he's kind of pushed the boundaries and I'm going to do something that I know they're going to absolutely hate, but oh, I'm going to do, gonna... do it anyway. Um, so I am going to go for an early kickoff. Oh, God. There is less games to go off. And this weekend, it seems that we're going to be doing things a little differently. So first of all, we're going for the early kickoff in the FA Cup. We're going for Derby. They're away at Accrington Stanley. They're 17 to 20. We've then got a three o'clock kickoff. Mansfield, home to Tranmere in League Two action, 7 to 10. And then... We're going to finish it off with a late kickoff in League Two, which is on TV. I didn't actually realise. 5.30 kickoff. We're going to go for uh, Berry and Lincoln, both teams to score, four to six. So <laughs> this is going to span over, what, maybe five hours, six hours, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's 4.24 to one. So it does return 52-41. Um, so I'm actually very confident in that. Yes, it is a little bit scary with the, with the early uh, kickoff, but I fancy it. Derby, Mansfield, Barry Lincoln, both teams to score. Yeah, it's a winner. Yeah, that's all right, to be fair. Yeah, I like that. I'd actually say that probably the riskiest one there for me is Mansfield. Because they don't tend to, to dominate teams and, you know, win threes, four nils, do they? No. They, no, they love, they love squeaking. Can, yeah. yeah. They love yeah. squeaking past teams. Um, yeah. But I don't, to be honest, I'll take a squeak. I, I'm more than <laughs> happy with that. Um, so, yeah. 
Tom's gone for a bomb-proof fourfold, and I've lobbed in an early kickoff. So are we geniuses, or are we are we running a giant risk? Who knows? Um, probably crazy. Yeah, probably crazy. So now we're going to decide on a joint treble. We always do this live with as little editing as possible. So <laughs> I feel I feel like this has got car crash written all over it, but. <laughs> let's go for it okay so i like i think barnsley are a team we should put in there it's league action it's not cup and they're at home i think barnsley is someone we should lob in there i like barry lincoln all right so we can take that from mine and then and shall we swansea yeah swansea's good okay so total that up tom for us so just to reiterate, profit chasers, we've got um, Barnsley. So they're in League One action. So they've got League action. They've got a home game, and they're against Rochdale. Uh, we are then going to go. They're nine to twenty. Sorry. Then we're going to go for Swansea. So Swansea FA Cup at home. Uh, they have Gillingham. They are going to be priced at nine to twenty. And then in the late kickoff again. Uh, we're going to go for Barry Lincoln, both teams to score, which is four to six. Tom, what does it pay? It's about 2.7 to one. Okay, so 2.7 to one. It would do. It would do. It, you know, it's a safety blanket. Put it that way. It's the best of both worlds. Yeah. It's a safety blanket. That's how we'll look at it. Insurance bet. Basically, profit chasers, if you want to win lots of money, this weekend is not the one. Unless, unless you're with me and you fancy Palace, then 15 to 8 you can get. But apart from that, it's a lot of short prices this weekend. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, lots of short prices. But, lots. But short prices we do fancy. So we've done our really? best for you. Um, another thing that would be a short price if there was a market for it is Thomas Walker to be terrible at fantasy football and have another shocking game week. How'd it go for you last week, mate? Just honestly, I, I sound like a broken record, right? But I'm looking at fantasy football, okay? Oh, 48 points. And I'm thinking, that sounds all right. Like nearly 50 is uh, typically average. Average was 53. I'm always, always below average. So every week, I go down. Now I'm 69. And like I cannot get above average. I can't. I've tried everything. And I can't do it. I even have Rashford as captain. I thought, what a stroke of genius that is. And <laughs> still nothing. I'm absolutely sick of it. I can't wait fantasy football to end. <laughs> um, yeah, fair enough. You're not having a good season, are you? It's complete difference to last season you did quite well didn't you before yeah yeah i was doing well but i don't know i'm my players aren't performing clearly no um i'm 11th closing in on the top 10 four points off now that is so annoying i can't even tell you because <laughs> you it's managed to turn it round. Huh? you managed to turn it round because you were doing dreadfully yeah. for a while. I was above you for a little bit. And then yeah. you managed to turn it around and I failed to do so. So yeah. I find it frustrating. It's gone past the stage where, where it's enjoyable and funny to rub it in now. How much better I am than you this season. I was wanting to do well now. Look at this guy. My God. <laughs> Least humble guy you'll ever meet in your life when things are going well. But... I'm probably the most bitter person when things aren't going my way. So, yeah, we probably make a good team, mate. <laughs> yeah, so Jindal's champs, Chris Hindle, still top of the league. Just a seven-point lead now over Daniel Atkinson, who is in second place. But, yeah, Chris Hindle has been top for a while. Can anyone dethrone him and take away the £20 free bet? Maybe it'll be me. I, sh- I sure hope not. <laughs> No, uh, Chris Hindle's looking strong for that. Uh, or him or Daniel Atkinson, anyway. 
If you do want to join, guys, there's about 101 people in the league now. The code to join will be in the podcast description. Uh, so please do join. You'll join at your rightful place. It's not too late. No, not too late to come and dethrone uh, Chris. So, guys, if you have enjoyed the show and you do want to extend your interaction with the podcast, you can do so on social media. Um, so we are on various uh, social media platforms. The best one to keep in touch with us on is Twitter. T underscore FB podcast is our handle. We're also on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash podcast. And you can also email us. So the email address is footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. We welcome all uh, advice for the show, uh, tips, ideas, um, everything. And Tom is going to tell, tell you about how you can help us and the podcast out. Yes, so please do go onto iTunes, rate and review. If you've got a spare moment, that will really help us along our way. And if you're feeling generous, five stars is the one we want. If you don't want to give five stars, don't review, please. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, but if you have enjoyed it and you want to give back, that's all we ask for is a very, very, very quick uh, review. That would mean a lot to us, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. So that, I think, is everything for this week. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. The FA Cup 4 France special. So interesting take on the bomb-proof trebles and four-folds. Let's see how <laughs> it pans out this weekend. But uh, as ever, thank you for listening, guys, and uh, good luck this weekend. Remember, if you do manage to capitalise, send us your winning bet slips. Yeah. I can't wait till some proper fixtures again next week. Proper prices, Premier League's back, proper, you know, ugh, meat yeah. and potato. Yeah, Glenn Murray of fixtures. <laughs> yeah, Glenn Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Murray right. of fixtures. Yeah, that's what we want. Right, cheers, guys. See you next week. Mm-hmm.